This podcast is brought to you by real-life captioned eroticas. Check the link in the description for the sexy, visualized stories of your dreams. The next story is posted by Reddit user Silk Panty Girl. The title of the story is A Very Exclusive Auction. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the story. I finished my glass of champagne as the sleek, black Mercedes swept down the ramp and into the parking garage under the hotel. As agreed, this level was completely empty. No one would see me arrive. The chauffeur pulled up next to a fire exit and climbed out. I checked myself in the mirror one last time before he opened my door and I stepped out into the cold, echoing space. A security officer came out of the building, and as she held the door for me, my chauffeur handed her my overnight bag. She didn't speak, but simply led the way down a long hallway, of the type you would find in any hotel basement, anywhere in the world. We eventually arrived at a door that was ajar, with only darkness visible beyond. The officer stood by the door, waiting for her cue, and I discreetly looked her up and down. She was trim, small-breasted, with a short, neat haircut. Her suit fit perfectly, and she exuded calm professionalism. She was the kind of security personnel I was used to, not just some rent-a-cop. A man's voice came from inside the room. Gentlemen, I'm told our guest has arrived. I'll ask you to remember one last time that complete and utter discretion is required from you, no matter the outcome of this evening for each of you. With that, the security officer held the door open for me, and I entered the darkness. I found myself in the center of a low stage, but the bright spotlights prevented me from seeing out at the audience. Even in the darkness, I could feel eyes on me. On the side of the stage, a man in a dark suit stood behind a podium. Welcome, he said. We are ready to proceed. Jane. Please prepare her. The security officer stepped from the shadows and stood in front of me and indicated discreetly that I should step to my right. I did so. Your wrists, please, she said. I held my hands out to her, and she quickly secured my wrists in leather shackles. A line was lowered from above, and she clipped the chain between the cuffs to it, and then it rose again, lifting my arms lightly over my head. So this was really happening. I was going to go through with it. In front of me, unseen were seven of the world's wealthiest men, hand-picked and invited in the greatest secrecy. These were men who were used to having anything they wanted, but tonight they had the chance to bid on something that normally could not be bought. The virginity of a bona fide European princess. This was why everything had to be so top secret. Imagine if the press found out that I was selling my virtue to the highest bidder. Even worse, imagine if Daddy knew. I had been tempted to wear white, in honor of the occasion. But I look so much better in black, so I had chosen a sumptuous black velvet strapless ball gown, and under its sexy new black lingerie, a garter belt, silk stockings, and a low-cut black lace g-string. To top it, a triple strand of pearls around my delicate throat, and pearl teardrop earrings. My dark hair was piled artfully atop my head, with just one careless, sexy strand hanging down my face. The dress, please, said the auctioneer. And Jane stepped behind me and began to unclip the fasteners. As she moved downward, the cups began to lean forward from my bust, and eventually, the entire gown dropped to my feet, exposing my body to the glare of the spotlights. I knew every eye in the room was on my breasts, and well they might be, they were generous, high, and firm. The press had had many complimentary things to say about them when I was photographed in a bikini last season. I stepped out of the discarded gown and Jane tossed it off the stage. And now the panties, please. Jane crouched down behind me and hooked her fingers under the waistband, then slowly pulled my panties down. I instinctively clenched my thighs and buttocks, so she had to tug a little, 
But then the silky fabric slid down deliciously over my thigh-high stockings to my ankles, and I stepped out of them, holding each foot up long enough for her to get the panties over my shoes. I stood there, in just jewelry, shoes, garter belt, and stockings, giving the room their first view of my bare, freshly waxed pussy. I thought I heard a few murmurs, but it was hard to tell. After a few moments, Jane inquired the auctioneer, if you don't mind proceeding. She crouched in front of me and secured another leather cuff around each of my ankles. She tapped my feet to indicate that I should move them apart. She had to do it several times, until my feet were about 36 inches apart, then attached the chain on each cuff to loops in the floor, securing me in place. As she did so, I noticed that she kept sneaking glances at my bare pussy. I wondered if she could smell my growing dampness. Finally, she nodded to someone unseen, and the line above me pulled tighter stretching me until about half my weight was on my wrists. I didn't hurt, but it was humiliating. Humiliating. And very, very arousing. Jane stepped away, and the auctioneer spoke again. Gentlemen, before we begin the bidding, you may examine what is on offer. You may touch, but please, no penetration. That pleasure is reserved for the winner. From the darkness, in front of me, a group of men emerged. Their position in society was betrayed by their perfectly tailored suits, and the confident way in which they carried themselves. They were a very group in appearance. After all, there are billionaires all over the world, but they were all exceedingly handsome. I had made sure invitations when only to men I found attractive. After all, this was my body we were talking about. They gathered around, and I quickly felt hands all over my body, feeling my hair, my breasts, my nipples, my ass, my legs, and of course, my pussy. There were constantly fingers jostling for position between my legs, stroking my lips, my clit, circling the prize, spreading my growing wetness around. But they all respected the only rule. Soon my skin was tingling all over. I closed my eyes and reveled in the delicious touch of them, desiring me, aching for me, hoping to win a night with me, to be the first man to enter me. I imagined how hard their cocks must be right now and wished I could have them all. I half opened my eyes and looked around at them. Suddenly, I realized there were only six men, even though I had invited seven. Had one declined, was one of the men I had chosen not interested in me. Then, outside the pool of light, I discerned another shape. There was number seven, but why didn't he come forward? The auctioneer coughed discreetly, and the hands began to withdraw, and the men returned to their seats. At the last moment, the man in the dark stepped forward. He had thick, black, Curly hair and a sensuous mouth. He leaned in close, and I could smell his devastating cologne. He locked eyes with me, and slid one hand down between my legs, cupping my pussy, then dipped his middle finger into my juices. I gasped. He hadn't gone in far, but he had gone in. He lifted his hand up from my crotch, brushing across my clit, and, maintaining eye contact, tasted his finger. My knees quivered, and suddenly my wrists were bearing my full weight. He quickly turned and disappeared into the darkness, leaving me panting, my breasts heaving. I struggled to regain my footing and my composure, and the auction began. It seemed the men wanted more than just to touch me. The bids went sky high. I casually wondered how I would explain these huge donations to my chosen charities. Eventually, the bids slowed, and I was sold, but to whom? In the darkness, I heard chairs scraping as the losers left, then even the auctioneer departed. For a scary moment... I thought I was left alone, but then Jane, the security officer, reappeared. She placed a large leather case in front of me and opened it. She pulled back a velvet cover to reveal some of the most dazzling diamond jewelry I'd ever seen, a fabulous choker, and three pairs of earrings. 
which puzzled me. She removed my pearl necklace, then picked up one pair of diamond earrings and stepped back to me, gently removed my pearl earrings, and replaced them with a dangling string of diamonds. She turned and picked up another pair, but this time clip-on. Was she going to put multiple pairs on me, instead of my ears, though? Her hands went to my breasts. I gasped in shock as she rubbed my nipples to hardness, then clipped the dangling diamonds to them. Initially, the cold platinum clasps hurt, but the pain soon turned into a sensual throbbing. I let my body sway from side to side as I hung by my arms, and thrilled at the sensation the swinging jewelry created in my nipples. Next, Jane turned and picked up the third set of earrings, and crouched in front of me. Surely not. Her fingers quickly found my smooth pussy lips and clipped one little string of diamonds to each side. Again, the initial sharp pain quickly turned into a sexual yearning. She stood and surveyed her handiwork. I must have been quite a sight. Then, from a black velvet pouch, she pulled what looked like a small chrome egg, but with a stalk that had a large clear gemstone embedded in the end. I had no idea what it could be and watched in fascination as she poured a few drops of oil on the egg from a small silver container and rubbed it all over. Then she stepped behind me. Suddenly, I felt her fingers parting my cheeks, and I realized what the item was. I felt its cold hardness press against my asshole. Hey, no. I yelped, but she paid me no attention. I tried to squirm, but the bindings at my ankles kept my legs spread, and she firmly pushed it against my tight hole. It suddenly hit home that I had surrendered all rights over my body for this evening. I wriggled helplessly, but she had me, and she knew it. Just relax and let it in. She panted, and in her breathy voice, I realized she was as turned on as I was. I continued to struggle, and she was forced to grab my pussy with her other hand and press me back against the plug. Her fingers felt delicious, and I let out a little moan and momentarily let down my rear guard. She quickly took the advantage and shoved the plug all the way in, then staggered backward, panting, a triumphant look on her face. That was fun. I grinned, and she quickly tried to regain her professionalism. She turned away from me and pulled the hem of her skirt back down, which had ridden up during the struggle, and straightened her jacket. Jane once again turned to the leather case, and this time returned with a diamond collar which she snapped around my throat, deliberately not making eye contact. She picked up a long silver chain and attached it to a loop on the front of the collar, and let the cold links fall against my bare skin. Was I to be kept on a leash? She turned again to the leather case and pulled out an amazing bejeweled mask of the kind one might wear to a masked ball. I know my jewelry, and I could tell it was of the finest craftsmanship and worth a small fortune. She placed it over my face, where it covered my eyes and nose, but left my mouth clear and fastened it behind my head. Why do I need this? I asked, but she remained silent. She crouched in front of me again and removed the shackles from my ankles, so I was finally able to close my legs. The diamonds clamped on my labia, and the butt plug felt so odd. The line above me went slack, and I was able to lower my arms, but instead of removing the cuffs, she simply separated them, and before I could react she quickly moved my hands behind my back and snapped them together again. Now I take you upstairs, she said, simply. She picked up the loop at the end of my chain and led me to the door. We stepped back into the bare, concrete hallway under the hotel. The chilly air gave me goosebumps as we began to make our way down the hallway and the clicking of my heels echoed off the walls and pipework in the ceiling. Somewhere in the distance, I heard a door open, and moments later a blast of ice-cold air rolled over us and made me shiver. As I walked, the jewelry tugged my nipples as my unrestrained tits bounced and bobbed, and the diamonds hanging from my pussy brushed against the top of my thighs. It was terrifying and exhilarating. 
I hoped the area was secure so that no hotel employee would suddenly come through one of the many doors we passed. But somehow, I also hoped some young man would stumble across us and get the memory of a lifetime. We saw no one as Jane lead me on my leash down what seemed like miles of corridors until finally, we stopped at a large set of double doors. Jane turned to me and said, Remember, the mask hides your identity. Walk tall. And before I could even begin to digest her words, she pushed open the door and led me into the crowded hotel lobby. There I was, in just stockings, heels, and diamonds in front of maybe a hundred people, being pulled on a leash and with my hands cuffed behind my back. There was nowhere to hide my shame, and I blushed from the top of my head to the bottom of my pussy lips. My instinct was to turn and run, but I was afraid Jane would yank me off my feet if I tried it, and then the mask might fall off. And oh, the scandal. I pulled myself together, pulled back my shoulders, pushed out my tits, and walked proudly. A ripple of surprise rolled across the lobby, and soon I saw people taking photos and video with their phones. I would surely be an internet sensation even before I had my first cock in me. There were shocked looks on women's faces, grins on men's, and a few giggles as we walked to the bank of elevators, and then an absolute eternity while we waited for one but I forced myself to turn and face the open space and let them look. Once I got used to the stairs and realized that I hadn't heard anyone recognize me, I relaxed a little and began to enjoy the attention. I did my sexiest red carpet pose, although I never usually posed with my hands cuffed behind my back. There was a wolf whistle, and I blew a kiss in its general direction. I was almost sorry when Jane tugged on my collar to lead me into the elevator. Up and up we rode, and although Jane faced away from me, I caught her checking me out in the mirrors. We stepped out of the elevator into a deserted corridor, then along to another private elevator that took us up to the penthouse suite. Jane led me into a large, tastefully decorated living room. There were sumptuous couches, expensive-looking lamps, and a roaring fire in a large fireplace. She led me close enough to the fire that I could feel the warmth on my skin and then removed my diamond collar and mask. You will wait here, facing the door, for your purchaser. You will call him sir. She left, after taking one, long, lingering look at my shaved pussy. And I stood there, naked and helpless on the rug, awaiting him. I waited, and my imagination took me in all sorts of different directions. Imagining the various ways he might take me, how his kisses would feel, whether he would be gentle or rough, whether he would leave me cuffed, or let my hands explore him. My imagination brought me to the edge of orgasm several times. It took a while for the ultimate question to occur to me, who actually had bought me. After about 20 minutes, there was a soft chime from the elevator, and the doors swished open. I tensed in anticipation, suddenly acutely aware of my nakedness. Agonizing seconds passed, and I thought the elevator would close again, but then he stepped out. It was him, the one I had hoped it would be, the one who had tasted me. Tall, dark, and handsome just like in all the romance books I loved. His suit was immaculately tailored, his black dress shoes polished. Elegant cufflinks glinted as he walked toward me and stopped a few paces away. He looked me up and down slowly, with a practiced eye. I was certainly not the first naked girl he had ever appraised. My whole body tingled under his gaze, and I felt my nipples stiffen and strain against the diamond clamps. He walked slowly around me, keeping the same distance, and I felt his eyes taking in my shapely back and pert bottom. When he was back in front of me, he moved in close. Without actually touching my skin, he toyed with the diamonds hanging from my right breast and gave them a gentle tug, causing me to gasp. So you're really a virgin. 
He asked, in his crisp British accent. Yes, sir. Have you ever touched a cock? No, sir. He gently cupped my breast in his hand. Any man ever touched these perfect tits? Only one, sir, in college. He slid his hand down my belly to my crotch, where he began fingering the diamonds. Then he slipped a finger into my folds. There was the briefest flicker of surprise at how wet I was. Then he slid his finger up to my clit and painted my juices around it. I bit my lower lip in a futile effort to stop it quivering. Did he get to touch this? No, sir. Did you want to let him? Yes, sir. But I resisted. He withdrew his hand again and moved behind me. He stroked my right shoulder, then ran his hand down to the cuffs that restrained me. He lifted my arms slightly, then pressed his other hand between my cheeks and found the plug. He gave it a gentle tug as if to confirm it was correctly placed but then continued to hold it as he spoke to me. He leaned in close, so I could feel the expensive fabric of his suit coat against my bare skin. How often do you masturbate? I blushed and stammered almost every day. It didn't even occur to me to lie to him. Have you tasted yourself? I blushed even deeper. Yes, sir. I whispered. He released the plug in my arms. On your knees, princess. I complied, struggling to keep my balance with my arms behind me, and knelt on the soft rug. He stepped in front of me, close, and I could see the bulge in his trousers. He unzipped and pulled out his rock-hard cock. The tip was just inches from my face and there was a large drop of clear liquid coming out of the little hole in the tip. As if watching from above, I saw myself lean forward and take it in my mouth. It was hot and salty, and I sucked on it as if possessed. All the sexual urges I had fought since discovering boys were released, and my whole body burned with passion. As my lips rode up and down his long, thick shaft, I glanced upward and saw that his eyes were closed, his head slightly back. He gave a low moan, then quickly pulled out of me. I was suddenly shocked at how forward I had been and cast my gaze downward in shame. He was quickly on his knees in front of me and took my chin in his strong hand and lifted my face to his. He kissed me full on the lips, mouth open, hot with lust, his arms pulling me into his embrace. I responded passionately, and the whole world melted. The shaft of his cock pressed between my legs, and my tongue explored his. His right hand slid down to my ass and gripped the plug again. He pulled on it but I clenched tight and moaned into his mouth. He pulled harder, and harder until finally, I had to give it up. I heard a thud as he tossed it aside, and then his hand slid under me again from behind, far enough for his fingers to enter my pussy. He pulled me up, until we were both on our feet, still kissing. He pulled away from me, leaving me panting, my naked breasts heaving. His cock stood proud in front of him. He pulled off his jacket and tossed it aside, then his tie and shirt, the cufflinks dropped carelessly on the floor. I wanted to kiss his muscular chest, but he nodded over my left shoulder, indicating that I was to go into the next room. It was a large bedroom, with a beautiful four-poster bed in the middle. He grabbed me by my cuffed hands and pushed me to it, so I fell face first onto it. I twisted my head to one side so I could breathe. I heard the rustling of fabric as he finished undressing, and I thought this is it. I thrust my ass up at him, inviting him to take what he had paid so much for. But instead, I felt his hands slide down my silk stockings to my feet as he knelt behind me. He grabbed my ankles and spread my legs apart, and I felt his hot breath on my dripping cunt as he gazed at what no man had seen before. His hands slid back up my inner thighs, and his thumbs spread me wide. I've never wanted anything so bad as I wanted his cock in me at that moment. I felt a tug on the diamond jewelry clipped to my labia. I tensed, worried that he would yank them off, and he must have sensed my fear because he softly stroked my ass and murmured, Diamonds suit you, before gently unclipping them. Once again, his thumbs spread me, 
Then I felt his hot tongue on me, in me, stroking up and down me, smearing my copious juices from my clit all the way to my asshole, probing inside, swirling, sucking, nibbling. I writhed and moaned in ecstasy. Then I felt him stand behind me. Oh God, yes, please fuck me. I begged. His hands gripped my buttocks, and I felt the head of his cock begin to part my lips. I tried to push back to impale myself on him, but his strong hands on my ass held me down. Then suddenly he slid his cock up and laid it between my cheeks. I gasped in disappointment. No, please. I yelped. He chuckled. We have all night. He said gently. I want to enjoy you some more. Please. I begged. Enjoy my pussy now. Instead, he undid my garter belt and unsnapped the straps from my stockings. He crouched behind me, pulled my feet together and outward, then removed my shoes. Then he sensuously slowly rolled the silk down my legs until I was finally totally naked for him. He held one foot in each hand and softly caressed the soles, then lifted them to his mouth. I felt the warmth of his lips as they closed around my toes, and then his tongue probing sexily between them. He gave each toe special attention as his fingers firmly massaged my soles until I was whimpering in bliss. Finally, he rose. He leaned over me again, so I felt his cock resting on my ass, and he undid my cuffs. On your back, my virgin princess, he commanded. I complied and slid further up the bed. He climbed on top of me, and I spread my legs for him. He knelt between my thighs and kissed me firmly on the mouth. My arms finally free, I ran my fingers through his hair, then down to feel the strong muscles of his back. I slid one hand under his belly and down to grip his cock. It felt so good, rock hard, yet the skin was as soft as fine velvet. I squeezed it hard, pulled the foreskin back, and was rewarded with his moan of pleasure into my mouth. I stroked it up and down, then tried to pull it towards my pussy. But instead, he moved down my body until it slipped out of my hand. His mouth began to work on my soft breasts, licking and kissing. He took the bejeweled clamps between his teeth one at a time and deftly removed them, letting them slide between my tits down to my belly button. Then he began to work his magic on my nipples. His mouth teased and sucked and nibbled until I was moaning and rolling my head from side to side in a frenzy, actually close to coming. Then he moved further down. I pulled my knees up high to present my cunt to him and immediately felt his hot tongue between my lips. He pressed it inside me as deep as he could, reveling in the taste of me, then moved his focus to my clit. I had never felt anything like this. His lips and tongue played a symphony on me, stroking, licking, sucking. Then he slid his fingers inside me and I let out a long, guttural moan. He probed all around inside me, sensing my every reaction until he found the one magic spot that I didn't know I had. The world was swimming around me. I felt my fingers gripping the sheets so tightly that I thought I would rip them. My legs were wrapped tight around his back, pressing his face into me, and my thighs began to quiver. I could tell this would be an orgasm like I'd never had before. I began to hear a howling noise, and slowly, almost drunkenly, realized it was me. I could feel my pulse in my cunt, and I arched my back as the huge orgasm washed over me, through me spreading hot waves from my throbbing pussy out to my very fingertips. My toes curled, and my thighs clamped his head in place until I finally released him, and my head fell back on the pillow. In a flash, his mouth was pressed against mine, and I hungrily lapped my pussy juices from his lips, grabbed his cock, and guided it against my slippery opening. We locked eyes, and I nodded slightly. In one huge thrust, he was inside me. We both grunted in unison, and he began to fuck the living daylights out of me. Long, smooth, deep strokes. It felt like that was the natural order of things. His cock simply belonged in my pussy. 
There was no other way for the universe to be. I wrapped my legs around him again, and he kissed me hard as he pounded my tight cunt. I gripped his cock as hard as I could and dug my nails into his back, never wanting him to stop. I shifted my pelvis slightly so that he was hitting that magic spot with each stroke, and I realized that I could come again. I grabbed his hand and put it on my tit, and he grabbed and squeezed and pinched my nipple until I almost cried out in pain. But it was so good, so hot, so fucking sexy, and I could feel it rising again in my clit. I'm going to come again, I gasped. I clenched my cunt as tight as I could as the wave hit, and that was all he could take. I felt his cock spasm and jerk inside me, and he pressed his mouth against mine, emitting a deep, primal groan as his hot cum squirted inside me. I milked his cock with my pussy as long as I could, extending my orgasm as his body twitched on top of me, until he eventually slumped, spent, on top of me. His cock slowly shrank inside me, until it finally slipped out, and he gently kissed me and rolled off. He slipped his arm under me and pulled me toward him. I rolled into him and gently cupped his balls as I rested my head on his heaving chest. 